You are now rocking with Must Have Knowledge and Sass. Now come on, we can do better, honey. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of Must Have Knowledge and Sass, the podcast. I'm so happy that you have come to this episode. You have clicked here to listen to me because I'm going to tell you right now on this episode, my Enneagram number one has definitely come out because I am over it. I am done with some people and their victim shaming. Girl, <laughs> listen, I am over it all and I've been holding my mule, but honey, me and this mule about to let off in the middle of this field, okay? So if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe if you're not iTunes. Follow me if you're on Spotify. Go ahead and rate this episode. Some of y'all, I don't know, just you know, give me the five star rating because you know I'm about to, you know I'm about to tell the truth. I'm about to tell the truth. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. Oh yeah, if you would like to follow me, follow me on Instagram at um, Must Have Knowledge and Sass. Um, I'm not really on Twitter. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I mean, you can follow me there if you want to at Knowledge and Sass. That's the word knowledge, the letter N, and then the word Sass. If you like to, not really active on Twitter like that. I'm more active on Instagram. But anywho, let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. <laughs> So, I have been semi-following the story about Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. I say semi because there were some insensitive responses to the story when it first broke. That was just too much for me to handle, especially considering I possess Enneagram 1 traits, meaning I am highly sensitive to seeking justice and standing up for people. So, I decided for my own emotional and mental well-being to stay at a safe distance from the story. That was until recently when I was on YouTube and watching a snippet from a radio show in which they discussed how Meg the Stallion gave more details about the incident that happened the night she was shot, mainly revealing who shot her. I found people responding in a supportive manner, but what bothered me the most was that she had to prove that she was a victim. Did you hear what I said? She had to prove that the wrongdoing done to her was actually wrong. When I proceeded to venture into the comment section, there was one comment that stopped me dead in my tracks. Let me read the comment to you. Here it goes. So nothing happened, ellipses. But everybody in the car was arguing, question mark, question mark, question mark. You got to, by the way, they spelled got to, or he or she spelled got to, G-O-T-T-A. Do better than that. And aggressively saying you're a calm person doesn't work, ellipses, at all. So, yes, (laughs) your girl, I replied to his or her comment because I'm over it. So I gathered up all my knowledge, degrees, and good old home training, and this is what I said. Essentially, you are insinuating that she has to prove why she deserved not to be shot before her words have merit. Unfortunately, your comment further fosters the belief that some have about black women in which they have to go above and beyond, even when there is evidence of wrongdoing, to prove why they were wronged before they received justice, compassion, or action. Look at the Breonna Taylor case. 
Brianna was murdered over over 150 days ago and none of the individuals involved with her murder have been arrested and charged. Why, you might ask? Because it's not proof enough that they invaded the house looking for someone who was already locked up. It's not proof enough that they invaded the house in the middle of the night with the right to enter in with a quote-unquote no-knock. The account her boyfriend gave about what happened that night is not proof enough for them or not enough proof and it's not proof and it is not proof enough that she simply did not deserve to die when you are a black female in america you have to prove why you should be treated with dignity you have to prove why you should not be murdered when you were minding your own business in your own house you have to prove why you should not be shot in the foot when leaving an argument evidently now according to your comment we say this over and over again for black women. So what is enough proof for you? Because clearly the photo of her wounded foot, videos of the police pulling them over and her limping out the car, nor her own words are enough proof to prove to prevent you from victim shaming her. End of my comment. After drafting and sending my reply, I remember remembered reading an article about black women and domestic violence so i went on a search for it while searching i discovered an article that instantly drew me in how black girls aren't presumed to be innocent excuse me sorry how black girls aren't presumed to be innocent in this article written for the atlantic the writer describes the findings from a study that the Georgetown Law Center on Poverty and Inequality conducted. See, I'm a primary source type of chick, so I found the actual report for the study, which is entitled, Girlhood Interrupted, The Erasure of Black Girls' Childhood. In this report, they discuss how a survey was given to 325 adults from various ethnic and educational backgrounds in which they were asked about their perceptions pertaining to black or white girls. Here are the results from that survey. Across all age ranges, participants viewed black girls collectively as more adult than white girls. Responses revealed, in particular, that participants perceived black girls as needing less protection and nurturing than white girls, and that black girls were perceived to know more about adult topics and are more knowledgeable about sex than their white peers. That's what was actually stated in the report. There's more. The report goes on to state, beginning as early as five years of age, black girls were more likely to be viewed as behaving and seeming older than their stated age, more knowledgeable about adult topics, including sets, and more likely to have an adult role and more likely to take on adult roles and responsibilities than what would have been expected for their age. How does this impact, impact black girls in education? Well, I'm going to tell you. It comes out in the form of harsher punishments and individuals having unrealistic expectations of them. See, if you perceive someone to be something, then that is how you treat them. In this case, since black girls are perceived to be older than they are, consequently, they are perceived to be less innocent. They are treated older than they are and with less grace when it comes to receiving consequences. USA Today has an article in which they discuss how black girls are criminalized at higher rates. Side note, all of my sources and articles that I, I found 
related to this topic can be found in the episode description. See, kids are keenly aware when they are treated unfairly. So what message does this send to black girls? This is the message it sends to them. That it's okay, well, this is the message they receive. That it's okay to punish them based on one's perception and not the actual facts of a situation. In what world is it okay to think that black girls need less protection? We see how this plays out with the staggering numbers for domestic violence. We see it in the lack of justice for Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, and countless other women. This is just another weight on the backs of black girls who turn into black women. This weight tells us, don't be too loud. Don't take up too much space. This is the weight black girls and women like myself carry all due to the pattern of treatment we have seen and experienced personally. The weight of fighting against negative perceptions, such as trying our best not to be perceived as an angry black woman when you disagree with someone. The fight of having to prove yourself in the streets and at work. The fight of having to work faster and harder than others. The fight of unfair pay and the lack of opportunities. And it becomes more complex when you have to fight against your own race my god malcolm x was right when he said the most disrespected person in america is the black woman the most unprotected person in america is the black woman the most neglected person in america is the black woman so whatever perception you have of megan the stallion and the situation she has endured which involved her getting shot Make sure it's grounded in the facts of what was done to her and not coming from a place where you believe she needs less nurturing and less protection. Because unfortunately, that perception is already taken. And let me tell you right now, black women are not receiving the justice they deserve because of it. (laughs) 